When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning and good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome in, everybody, to the Cryptologic Podcast. Welcome in, Dante DeFi, to the show right now, everybody. Hopefully, you guys are having a fantastic El Monday. Fuego. El Champion. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff today, guys. Primarily, we're going to be talking about some DAOs because, uh, as you guys know, or maybe you don't, there is a DAO boom right now. So, uh, if you guys don't know anything about DAOs, we're going to explain it to you, kind of give you some breakdowns, talk about some of the DAOs <laughs> that we recently got into. Uh, and just remember, none of this is financial advice because uh, we are not your financial advisors. We are just your friends. There you go. Your internet friends. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's just dive into the market really quickly, show you guys what's going on, and then we'll hop into uh, some of this DAO talk. So as you guys see right now, we are, let me go ahead and refresh real quick. Yeah, we're still sitting at 2.58 trillion, down almost 3% on the day. That's the same that's the same market cap we were at on friday when we did the show yeah i mean it, it's went up since then but it has it has since retraced uh bitcoin hit sixty thousand, uh but it did go back down underneath sitting at around fifty seven thousand right now um ethereum has not dropped since uh it reached uh four thousand so that's great uh you know like bitcoin dropped under 60 we hope that we didn't see it but hey it's here it is what it is but ethereum has held strong hasn't dipped under 4k um, Binance has dipped under 600, but I believe it's going to go back up. Uh, Tether hit an all-time high at a dollar, guys. So definitely, uh, if you're trying to get in, make some big bucks, go ahead and invest in a USDT right there. Um, Solana has That's the dipped. best potential USDT. <clears throat> Heck yeah, man! Uh, for centralized exchanges, rather. Um, hmm. Solana, I think we'll hit 300 bucks soon. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry guys, got some something in my throat, can't get it out. But um, I think Solana would hit 300 bucks pretty soon. Uh, Cardano's about to hit 200 up uh, 200 two dollars soon xrp has took a major dip polka dot has took a major dip as well um avalanche has been killing it guys um ever since we started talking about avalanche it's been going crazy every single day um and uh right yeah. now it's it's on par to probably hit 200 dollars relatively soon what do you Av guys think avalanche is the only one that's one of the only ones in the top pumping. 20 that's pumping going crazy keeping the market green <laughs> hey, low key though yeah, I know. It's John, all those. You said it. Uh, or not, John. Mike, you said it. Um, whenever we were talking about it last time, you know, Avalanche is probably the easiest two to three X yeah. at some point. Heck Either, yeah. Like, it's pretty obvious at this point that the ecosystem is so good that we can probably expect it to do very All well. those forks, and now, too. And it's doing it. Yeah, the, all the forks. Of but what, forks are, are but do you it. guys do you guys honestly think that with Avalanche being an easy two to three X from here, do you think it's a safe two to three x that's the thing yeah because a lot of people look at bitcoin and look at ethereum as safe two x's you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. if you had like ten thousand dollars to Ooh. double it would you feel safe to put it in the avalanche or would you feel safe to put it in a bitcoin or ethereum avalanche kick avalanche. kick the meme coins off the meme coins are out of the top 10 avalanche is in top 10 avalanche will be yeah yeah like, we said that on Friday, avalanche remember? will be right underneath xrp it'll be right underneath xrp and yeah. this time next year it could be top five 
But I think Avalanche will kick past Polka Dot and would be around 40, about 45 billion. And then it could pass XRP depending on the loss of the XRP is going to kick back down to like eight. But I can yeah, see, we'll see Avalanche is, on, is already at 32 billion. That thing kicked out the meme coins out of the top 10. Man. Thank you, Avalanche. Thank you. <laughs> Finally. Finally. It, it, it my kicked the meme coins out of the top Avalanche, 10. The Avalanche is going to be... No, my hot take on... I guess it's not a hot take, but for whatever reason, I feel like Avalanche is going to take over uh, Solana as well. And I you think, think so? Wow. Yeah, I think, okay. I, th- I think out of all the... I think Avalanche could be the number one layer one other than... Ethereum? Ethereum in terms of just market cap. I think it's the ease of, act, ease of entry already you can see is is the is, use uh, case is good. But I, I mean, think, but uh, some people say that well, I mean, I've 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 experienced it. Phantom is actually cheaper than Avalanche. So Phantom I think is like behind just a little bit behind in the sense behind in terms of the community understanding and knowing about it. Like right. eventually people will catch on. I think Phantom is I think it's like kind of funny. It's like Solana was the first to run i think avalanche is just a little bit better than solana and i think phantom is just a little bit better than both of those well the one thing about avalanche and phantom that they have over solana is that you can bridge to them from different from you can go to avalanche to ethereum to phantom to interoperability but solana he's just kind of stuck you're literally siloed and that's the problem you know that's the problem that solana runs into but i mean i don't are the gas fees kind of crazy on solana i don't really know to be honest with you I haven't really checked it out, but I know that the fees are cheaper on Phantom than Avalanche, but even Avalanche is still relatively cheap. I mean, if you're connecting to a, a decentralized application, you're probably going to pay somewhere in the neighborhood of like seven cents as opposed to Phantom paying two cents. So it's the difference between five cents. I don't know if that really matters to you, but you Avalanche know, we'll is, gonna be, is more scarce than Phantom anyway, though. Phantom has like, what, three billion? Uh, something like that. I, I think so. Yeah, maybe. and then and then Avalanche, I don't know, but I Avalanche think has seven hundred million run. total, like max. Yeah, and then yeah. three. It's at three ninety five total right now. I think to me, so I think supply uh, and demand Phantom is probably probably regardless of yeah the the supply is is greater, but I think it's just like I can't remember who was saying this, but it, it's like these things just run the layer one yeah. protocols once 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 there's some something Ecosystem. going on on one of them anything really that's actually uh like uh attracting a community that's why avalanche is pumping you yeah. can see that people are able to get onto avalanche pretty easily like yeah. things like kucoin to me now i start telling people like kucoin is like the robin hood of crypto i, I don't know what you guys think about <laughs> yeah. that that's what i, 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 I agree. look at i agree I look at crypto.com as. too is pretty good because they have avalanche on there too but it's a little bit slower in my opinion well i Easy mean for, for so Crypto.com is the centralized version of KuCoin, I think. Uh, KuCoin is more of, if you want to stay out of the realm of uh, eyes, if you know, if you catch my drift. Yeah, yeah, because you're not doing know your customer. And, and, and exactly. yeah, this is the thing about crypto. Like, again, there's that's the other, like, kind of paradigm shift that we have in, in um, crypto in general is the know your customer thing or needing to know who you're transacting with yeah that's annoying in the world we live in in the world we live in now is like an absolute (coughs) must um but in a decentralized manner when you're you know when you're trading internet magic money or whatever magic Mm. internet money like (laughs) mem there's not necessarily there how are how are people going to say they need to you know know who you are i know for tax purposes but eventually the the ecosystems are going to grow and move in a decentralized way so much that 
you know, like there's no, there's no way that the, like all those people are going to be paying taxes. Yeah. I mean, that's why Miami, um, we talked about it on the show with their Miami coin. They're not even making their, their people pay taxes. The, the, the Miami coin will pay the taxes for whatever they need. So, you know, more countries, more states do that. I mean, taxes the could be thing theoretically do do a thing in the past. Doing, yeah. Smartest thing to do is do what they're doing and create something that will uh, allow them to profit off of the adoption of crypto. Exactly. In, in one way or another, because, you know, it is an absolute wealth generation opportunity for everyone who wants to get involved. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, like John stated, Avalanche did uh, surpass both Shiba and Doge. Uh, I thought it was going to pass them, too. Yeah, they, it looks it looks like it might be doing that. Uh, I read an article about Shiba that uh, a couple more whales are, are dumping uh sheep so uh just to give you a heads up guys if you're in it you know and i don't know if it might go up from here or what but it's been slowly dumping and dumping and dumping uh same with dogecoin uh even the dogecoin millionaire he's kind of starting to talk about other tokens i mean he's still in the meme coin realm but he's not so much talking about uh dogecoin as much so you know could be a sign i don't know uh cr what do you guys think about cro hitting a dollar you guys think it hit a dollar this year Based off all the hype, you know, I mean, um, me and John sold out really earlier. Considered, I don't really follow it though. I don't. I mean, after I got out of it, I kind of moved it off of my uh, watch list. But every once in a while, I get an, get an alert like, "Oh, Crypto.com's up, you know, three percent. Oh, it's up sixty percent on the week." You know, so uh, I mean, good for CRO, man. I still use their their, their debit card, and yeah, uh, CRO, I will continue to use it. CRO is going to be the crypto that's for like the general population, like the mass. <laughs> The masses are gonna flood into it, and then it's gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. People who have gotten early probably are like, all right, well, it's time to move on. Now there's other things that are popping up that the people that are worried about CRO, which is basically what we're gonna talk about on, later on this show, is DAOs and all this other stuff. People that are in CRO, they're really focused on CRO and like, oh, I'm gonna buy a CRO. I'm like, yeah, everyone's buying out like all time highs at CRO. There right must now. be something I don't know probably that I have to do my research on. Uh, CRO, uh, it's not really complicated, man. It's just Crypto.com's native token. Uh, it's kind of like uh, FTM. It's kind of like, not, no, not MTM. Uh, what is the name? It's all it? the news for it. It's like the Staples Center. FTX? FTX, sorry, yeah. It's like FTX, LCX, things of that nature that mm-hmm. are exchange tokens. Uh, KuCoin, uh, KCS as well. So you don't, it's not I thought you had a CRO. You don't have CRO account? You're a Crypto.com account. He doesn't like centralized stuff. Uh, Me? Yeah. You're not into centralized, oh. right? It's not that I'm not into it. It's that I just, for me, I got into KuCoin and KuCoin had everything I wanted. Yeah. And now I sort of just use KuCoin as my centralized place to like either trade or Your just like, move, move off of. Yeah, exactly. Dude, Ku- like, KuCoin if I'm was go scary to me when I first started. It is. It's kind of, it's just annoying. It's not, not intuitive compared to what we're used to, but again it's just like anything else it's a it's it's a small barrier to entry that once you're over the hump like over the learning curve yeah boom bam yeah you i can feel get like in and out of things it's awesome i uh, feel to like me, that too 100 awesome. uh when i first got into crypto dude i kind of tried to stay away from uh kucoin just because as a beginner when you look at kucoin you see all these charts all these numbers it's, it's just moving up and down you're like oh what the heck is going on but once you figure it out and how easy it is, it's it's literally like you said, just boom, 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 boom. So, yeah, a hundred percent. So, it's a small learning curve that yeah, you can you can get over real I, quick. I really like KuCoin. So I guess we should just dive into the uh, and have a discussion about uh, the DAOs and all of this DAO mm-hmm. hype because 
in the beginning of the year, we had uh, we had the meme coin rush. Then from the meme coin, was it did it go to utility and then altcoins, or did it go altcoins and then utility for the what? for the for the wave? It was like meme coins first. And then it was was it all coins? Bitcoin's in there somewhere. All well, Bitcoin was first, obviously. Meme coins. Now there's NFTs, then, and then then it was meme coins. Then it was NFTs, and Sorry, then it was utility. Small, small bladder syndrome here. Oh yeah, go ahead, man. Don't worry about it. Uh, I will drop you. Okay. Um, and then I think so. It went Bitcoin, meme coins, NFTs, altcoins, utility, and now I feel like we're now into a whole new spectrum which is uh, in the DeFi space and having to do with DAOs and, and, yeah. and stuff like that. Decentralized autonomous anonymous organizations. Damn, man. It's crazy how many DAOs are being pumped out. And though you would think that they would be safer, some of them haven't been. I mean, we on our show, without even talking about knowing about DAOs at the time, I mean, we knew about it, but we didn't really dive deep into DAOs. But uh, that one DAO, um, a, not Olympus, sorry, uh, Anubis. Anubis DAO was the first DAO that we spoke about on our channel that ended up getting rugged, and people were freaking out about that because they put a whole bunch of money into it. But, Dante, I want to get your take Wait on a minute. this, man. We didn't, we didn't tell anyone to do anything with that, right? I don't no, 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 we didn't. No. We, we just we were breaking the news to them. Oh, that it got rugged. That it got rugged. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, that yeah. was at the time when that, that one meme coin got rugged where people couldn't sell or whatever. Squid Games one. Squid Games, yep. And that was a whole show about that, so... But Dante, I want to get your take on DAOs, man. When you when you first found Wonderland, because we found Wonderland because of you and and you got us into it and showed us how to do it and things of that nature. What made you feel so comfortable with putting your money into something theoretically people would be like, whoa, 90,000% APY? Like, I don't know about this. Might be a scam. What made you say, you know what? I'm, I'm going to ape into it. What What gave you that clarity, understanding? Oh, you're muted, brother. I'm sorry. I'm muted. You're fine. <laughs> so I guess, um, <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm all over the place sometimes. But I guess you will know because you guys are just as into crypto as I am. You'll know that you are presented with so many different projects all the time in terms of if you just follow people or you're just in the space, you're bombarded with this is the this is the next greatest thing this is the next best thing this is right. the next best thing yep um and it's always the case of all right you go and you'll research something that someone says is the next best thing and then you'll you won't get that feeling of wow this is actually unique this actually has a real value proposition um and so why i was so confident i guess with time is yeah. one because it's a, a fork of ohm and right. i had been following ohm because in my mind, when I thought of, when I first realized that DeFi existed and, and the, the capabilities of DeFi, um, I was imagining that there has to be eventually a day that'll come where they're able to create a protocol or, you know, a bunch of code that basically does what Olympus DAO in time does. And what I mean by that is by game by the like virtue of game theory and all these other things they're able to create value for every single person that's using the network so that there's no incentive for people to uh move off of the network so like you know i in one of our videos we're talking about net net worth or your network is your net worth so right. it's like the more people who are joining the uh, the network and creating value for the network 
the more valuable it becomes in general, right? And so, and also there's also so many different um, kind of reserve currencies. There's so many because that is one of the use cases for crypto is to solve the problem that we have right now with the dollar and inflation mm -hmm. and our purchasing power being diminished by inflation. Right. Um, and so there's so many different people trying to do the the reserve currency protocol thing. And Olympus is the first one that I have had ever come across that is doing it and right. actually doing it in a way where it's it's Sustainable, almost like Bitcoin think? in the in the sense that like yeah, like it's not like anything I had ever seen before and it was something that immediately people were calling a Ponzi, but then as soon as you see some someone else copy them, yeah. that's when you know that it's either a really, really, really good Ponzi or there's something, there's more to this. So when time came out, that's when I got really interested because yeah. at that point, Ohm had been operating for several months successfully and I just watched it go up in price and, and watched the APY stabilize and I was shocked. And then once you do the digging, you understand, oh, like this is, this is something that we've never seen before. This is like the creation of Ethereum after Bitcoin. This is like, this is the next step. This is... um and I felt it was sort of just like you have those feelings, right? Like your gut feelings or your intuitions about things. Right. I felt that way about time, but I didn't necessarily think that it was okay for me to go and say that around people. publicly because yeah. people would think I was shilling it or they thought I was like maybe involved with it or somehow, because if it didn't work out, then, you know, that would be, I'm sure there'd be a lot of upset people with any of us who are trying to make it seem like it's more than it is, but I've yeah, seen other people that. in the space who know who have more exposure to uh, the actual crypto industry than I do, who are also saying the same things. So that's when I got really like, you know, this might turn into something and it already kind of is something that, you know, is absolutely game changing uh, yeah. for crypto and will basically be the foundation of how DeFi now moves forward because it's everything you want from from crypto. It's giving you ownership over um valuable networks and it's giving you a way of earning income without actually having to take time out of your day like that for me that's if we have the ability to use crypto for anything why aren't we using it so that everybody never has to worry about how they're going to put their next meal on their plate if we can turn the internet into a place where individuals own uh the most valuable parts of it then we'll never need to have those kinds of uh times you know where people have a hard time finding out where they're going to make income from now they can exactly. go and innovate and create and build upon what we've already uh, established because they're no longer worried about those physiological things to me that's what crypto can enable and whatever's pushing it forward is what i want to support and i think as ridiculous as it sounds ninety thousand apy is something that i'm supporting and i'm mm. telling people is not necessarily a rug because it's not right. always going to be crazy apys but like it's it's crazy like you know are we gonna settle for a thousand apy at eventually at the start of this year ohm will probably go from seven thousand to a thousand in apy that's how the the returns will be diminished right but when if you told me that i was gonna get a thousand apy on an investment just from interest compounding not Dude, even called a liar not even including yeah and not even including the price appreciation of the actual asset it's a it's a game changing investment, right? Um, yeah, it is. And then the last, uh, yeah, it's just crazy to me. So I, I know I, mean, I could go on forever. I mean, you know? for for beginner investors, uh, John, this 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 question is for you, man. Uh, Dante mentioned fork of Ohm. Can you kind of explain what a fork is so people understand? Because not a lot of people understand what a fork 
is mm-hmm. what is a fork so it's like a fork is like basically like a, fork a pivot. in the road yeah a fork in the road so like you have the three lanes right here it's like i'm flipping you off so like <laughs> like like in a, in, a, in a basic standard term of like blockchain whenever there's like, like we're making every new block is being made a fork is basically just a a pivot down here and then this going this way it's new protocols new whatever whoever decided to create this new token dow whatever they just copied the basic layer that, that was originally there and then they made a pivot so now it's going this way or the other way and then it's just whatever they implement in regards to smart contracts in regards of the tokenomics it's just a different way of they 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 mostly think that they, they can do it better that's when usually a fork is created or right. an inadvertent fork is created based off of like a glitch or some type of error in the code right like that, that classic, tends to get fixed though. yeah ethereum classic and stuff like that and then there's also literally copycat forks and they're just like all right we're gonna tweak this here so a fork is just like a copy of something in basic terms of copy of a, a previous token protocol layer one layer two anything okay. you can make a fork of anything on the blockchain but i mean okay so let me play devil's advocate and play like i'm naive and don't understand if if wonderland time is a fork of ohm why not just go into ohm well the person that made time probably thought well i don't i see some inefficiencies inefficiencies in in ohm and he made it better and one he put he probably was like all right well i'm gonna put this on avalanche cheaper because the, the bear, like to get into Ohm, you gotta have some, you gotta have some capital to play with, right? Okay. All those fees. So he mm-hmm. probably put, he implemented time. He was like, all right, I'm gonna copy time. This is, I'm gonna put it all, first off, I'm gonna put it on a whole different uh, network. Avalanche, I believe when he put it on Avalanche, Avalanche wasn't that popping yet, right? I think like, what, what Avalanche was like fifty bucks, yeah. Yeah, and it was nine dollars in July. I remember that tweet. <laughs> but so he first things first, he put it on um, Avalanche network, and then he he implemented the rebase and he, he he changed i haven't looked into ohm enough to know what the key differences are but i think it's just a difference in layer ones and you can look at the look at the price he he edited he edited and the, the, AP, and the apy the supply he edited the supply so look at how time is at what nine grand and ohm still at 800 bucks right maybe the amount of people aren't in as much as ohm as time uh because it's, it's cheaper to get on time yeah but but I don't know what the market cap is on each. I haven't looked into uh, what Ohm's market cap is. I don't know. I haven't looked into Ohm's market cap but either. But I know the barrier to entry. He tweaked some things and it's sustaining. It's doing going crazy. So it's doing so well. People think that it's too good to be true. But yeah, but society think, yeah. tells that's, us. That's the thing. But doesn't that isn't that <laughs> what society tells us to do? If it's too good to be true, it probably is. I know you guys have heard that before. Yeah, of course. That's you the know? thing. That's, that's what is. That's, that's what, what people makes freak so out about DAOs. And that's what I think Dante is saying is like this guy that created time. He made it so unfathomably realistic. Like it's nine thousand so, um, dollars. So Ohm. Whoever, think, um, so the guy who created Ohm. Yeah. yeah. So because yeah. because because I know people who actually like there's there's definitely Ohm maxis out there who will get pissed at you for saying that. Um, all right. No, I know. That, I know. That, I you know, you like all right, all right, all right. Daniel Siesta, who is the guy who created wonderland is the person who uh you know came up with this protocol it's the guy is literally 17 years old the guy who created him the protocol um, what? he's like a, a little genius young, young vitality. he's an absolute genius yeah what? he's and, he's what all right look he's ohm 17 has, years old ohm has 1.5 is that billion that's crazy that's 1.5 billion dollars and then time is at 500 million that's million what are you talking about that's right billion. so the thing is oh market so, cap yeah yeah, I mean, so well, time's Ohm still a baby in five. a sense. Time's only at five hundred million market mm-hmm. cap. 
So yeah, basically, and then Ohm's at one point five billion. The thing, the thing that is so interesting to me, and which has made me so much more Ohm than you're right. Bull- so Ohm bullish is on this so. is because Ohm and Time both the the protocols are one generating a lot of value, but also they're giving us a glimpse into what decentralized social media is yeah. like, and decentralized communities, and de- I mean, there's literally a fork of Ohm that bought the constitution like the last copy of the constitution or whatever it was called constitution DAO. it right. literally raised enough money to buy the constitution so think about this if you have a protocol like this it it becomes the basis of everything that now is created in in DeFi, where essentially you're going to use so say in my opinion i guess like this is where your opinions come in as well it's like in my opinion there's going to be one other than Olympus, all of the other forks that are going to last are going to be the main uh, original forks that came up on each major network. For Avalanche, it's going to be time. And for um, Phantom, we're, we're, we'll talk about it. There's one that we believe is going to be basically the equivalent to Phantom or uh, time on Phantom. And we'll yeah. discuss that in a little bit. But like, essentially, those are the ones that we want to get into early and just set and Position forget ourselves. And, and, exactly position ourselves for the long-term compounding um but that means that you have to believe that this is going to be sustainable and the only way to do that is you will will share some material like some good videos that we were just uh, discussing that really explain this to you well um but essentially like the community aspect of this is is what makes me very bullish on it because the the people in the community want more people to come in just like, you know, that's why people want to call it a Ponzi because it's like, I want to get my friends in because uh, they're going to create value and they're going to create value for me by creating value for, for themselves, which usually in the real, in the real world or the world we've lived in, someone's losing in every agreement yeah, or every exactly. transaction in every contract. One of you is getting the short end of the stick. Yep. So that is no longer the case with things like Olympus and time, which is why, it's so hard for us psych- psychologically, yep. I guess, based on what our what we've known to be our paradigm to understand how 7,000 APY or 90,000 APY is sustainable. It's not sustainable forever in the sense that, you know, the APY will reduce. If you go look at the chart for Ohm, we can pull it up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go to the Ohm website and look at how the APY has performed, it ha- it is going down, but eventually it's going to stabilize at a point, yeah. I think, at a thousand, like in January or something, again, in the videos that I'm referencing, you'll be able to get this information, but like it, you know, the APY might go down to a thousand and, and, and stabilize at a thousand, but just think about that compounding interest at 1000%. And if Ohm is worth anything, uh, or even maintains its value right now, you're going to be making a thousand percent compounding. That's still unbelievable, unfathomable yeah. amounts in a sustainable situation that's unfathomable to believe you can do that where you're increasing your purchasing power every single day without any risk of really a, a, a like a, a va- like the devaluing of ohm as a currency because ohm right. is uh, completely backed whereas you know example fiat your dollar is not backed by anything and because of inflation you're consistently or constantly losing purchasing power I think 15% a year basically is like the average right now. So unless you're making, to make 15% a year um, on your dollar bills, you need to make 30% in that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's unheard of in the regular real world. 
which is which is kind of crazy. But I wanted to ask you guys a question, get your opinion before we move on to the video. Um, or maybe this will tie into the video as well. But um, so say, for instance, uh, I don't know, the liquid, the, the liquidity for some weird reason gets snatched from Olympus and the price just mm -hmm. tanks. Theoretically, how long does someone have to where, like, if they stayed in for a certain amount of time, how, how would they still be able to get those rebases, still continue to make passive income if it goes basically almost to zero? Or will yeah. it basically just get rugged like a meme coin gets rugged? Can you so, kind of break that down no, a little essentially, bit? Yeah, so, like, this is really interesting, which I just kind of fully understood. So, again, on the website, you can see this thing called Runway. And essentially, Runway is... Um, how many days they can maintain the current APY if there was no more revenue being generated by the protocol. So the way that you're even earning such a ridiculous amount of APY is because the protocol is actually generating a yield for itself. It's profiting. It's creating value for the, the whole ecosystem in general so that it can pay out in a way where it's incentivizing those who are staking and also incentivizing those who are uh, minting them at a discount. And right. so you can go and look at each of these protocols and look at how much runway time they have. Essentially, if basically what you're describing where happens, we, where do we find the runway dies. so we can show? Oh, never mind. It's I also it. on. It's also on the the website right here. Exactly right so, here. Yeah. So yeah. so for 316 days, they would be able to sustain the APY right now if no if if there was no profit coming into uh, the protocol anymore, which is a lot of time. That's almost a year, year's worth of runway. And another crazy fact that I heard in this video um, that uh, we'll link, you know, is that Ohm could lose 90% of its value over a, a year's period of time. But as long as you're staking and holding Ohm, you will still end up with more money. You'll still end up in profit um, at the end of that year based on the rebasing and compounding of your interest Um to the point where you're still in the green, even if Ohm loses 90% of its value. And for Ohm to lose 90% of its value right now, it would go to its actual backed value, which is like around 190 bucks or something like that. So it's like what its actual backed value is, is 10% of what it is right now. People are paying a premium to buy into Ohm right now because of the APYs. And the assumption is just like with Bitcoin, there's always gonna be an intrinsic value associated with Ohm so that it is always going to be, um, you know, traded at a premium. So Got there's it. no, it, it's not necessarily that it has to go back down to that price. Otherwise, we're not paying a, a fair price for it. That's like saying, um, unless Bitcoin goes back down to zero because its actual worth is zero because there's yeah. nothing backing it, I'm not going to buy any. That doesn't make any sense. Right, People right. have intrinsic value associated with these things. But the difference with Ohm versus everything else that's come before it is that it's actually backed. There's actually um real assets digital assets behind it so that there's actually a price floor versus there's nothing like that in anything in crypto right now got it now uh we do want to get to the video to showcase off what uh what we're talking about did you have a, a specific timestamp that you wanted me to showcase in this uh in this video yeah so we can go to do five minutes and 45 seconds Five forty. so we basically already talked about it what is uh, DeFi 2.0 versus DeFi 1.0. We can talk about that right now. We talked about Runway and then we can talk about our forks because I know everybody's going to be interested in what forks we're actually looking into because, and I'll ask you guys your opinion on the forks after we just go over this one thing. 
Okay, I'm going to show the screen real quick. We're going to go to 545 right yeah. here. Um, and the, so, the creator of this um, video is named, is it, is it Sam Kid? I think it's Sam Kid. I, I, I literally just found these videos randomly. I like this guy's channel a lot. I subscribe to him. I don't, I don't know if he's a professor or something, but he's doing a lecture. Um, I don't know who, what his background is, but he's done a lot of research into this. Okay, so shout out um, to so, him. Uh, yeah, definitely subscribe. Definitely we'll link shout his, out to him. We'll link his video down at the bottom. But I'm gonna go ahead and play this. Uh, do do I play it, or you just want to talk about? Well, no, you what's can on the keep screen? it right here. This okay. is all I really wanted to describe is what DeFi 2.0 really is. Um, and you know, Let me see if I can turn these. Also, why we why like we have the stable coins and we have decentralized reserve currency protocols. So, um. Stable coins, obviously, we all know stable coins are just a peg of a dollar on on uh, on the blockchain. That's really right. all it is. And then we have these reserve currency protocols that are also pegged, uh, but you can earn certain amounts of interest with them, and that's supposed to be supposed to be the way in which you hedge against inflation. So essentially, like instead of holding a regular dollar, you can hold UST and earn twenty percent on your UST per year. So supposedly, that's good enough for you to hedge against inflation, right? Because we said, you know, inflation's uh, about 15% a year on average. Yeah. Right. So you're making 5% on those. You're actually increasing Beating purchasing it. power. Yeah. yeah. But the thing with non-pegged stable coins, which is what Ohm is, is that now you have two ways in generate, of, of generating value for yourself. You're not, oh, so it's it's like Bitcoin and a dollar uh, stable coin mixed together. It's something that's backed by real assets, but has also got the potential to uh, appreciate as an asset um, in its dollar value and its uh, value against other crypto assets. So it's got it now. Now, not just, you know, you're going to put $500 in and you're going to make 20% on $500. Now you can buy one ohm. And for example, if it's worth $500, you're going to make 7,000% APY on that $500 asset. But if people start paying a premium, which they already have, and we already know that, you know, Ohm has just basically gone up uh, and same with time, then you're making money on the price appreciation and the compound yeah. interest, which is insane. And exactly. you can see it already happening. The ability to make passive income that way and the ability to actually grow in an ecosystem and bring in people extremely fast is insane because I think in this video, I'm not sure if it's this video or one video, he talks about how fast Ohm basically went from zero to a billion dollars um, inside its treasury. <laughs> and it was, it's basically the fastest growing asset yeah. in human history. And the only thing that had to beat before was Bitcoin. That was the last, that was the That's last crazy. time we said that. The last so, time we ever said that was with Bitcoin. And now we're saying that with Ohm. Do you and think, then time was even faster. To do get you to a think billion. that, that big uh, ohm is like for this new wave of where we're going in regards of crypto because you know we we've, we've always said in the show there's 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 the meme coin era there's the bitcoin right bitcoin as a currency as it stands was it, was it created as a currency digital currency then we got layer ones right ethereum was the first layer one to set off the wave of duplicate layer ones is ohm like the first like it is it is the first but dome is the quote-unquote bitcoin of DAOs. In the DeFi mm -hmm. space, yes, yeah. just I like mean, the Gordon Yacht it. Club. Is that the original NFT? Like, is that the, the crypto punks? The crypto, punks. Yes. crypto punks. Crypto punks. Yeah. Crypto punks are like the original, like of the NFT space, right? Like, that blew up, I think. Yeah, 
And, and so that that's like their Bitcoin, and then the Ohm is the Bitcoin, and then um, Ethereum is Ethereum for layer ones, and then now you got Polkadot, yes. you got you got exactly. Adelaide. So now you got Ohm, you got Time. Time is the exactly. Ethereum, which is second one, and then now you, which ones? It's just it's just history repeating itself. There's gonna be a bunch the of these. It's gonna force out. people to innovate. Yeah. Which it's one gonna is gonna survive? To innovate. Just like just like ten years ago when all these coins came out, right? If you look at the top ten in 2015, 2013, 2014, they're completely different, and most of them are gone. Mm-hmm. Same thing is happening now with these DAOs. Which ones are going to survive? Same thing that's happening with NFTs. Which NFTs are actually going to be worthwhile, right? And then now we got yeah. the meme coins. There's only two. Uh, hypothetically speaking, like there's that only two. Talk about. There's only two meme coins that are survive. Survive. Doge and Sheep. Yep. <laughs> you know, all the other meme coins. Safe Moon. All they're the, all just type. They're yeah. gone. And it's just those two. So it's like, and that's why people are saying that's happening in the crypto space. There's thousands and hundreds that come out, literally. Three or four or five exist, survive. So, I mean, layer ones, there's a, so many layer ones. Oh, we're the best layer one. We're the best layer one. And then now we got DAOs coming out and the staking protocols. Which one is going to, which one is actually going to be, you know, staying around? I mean, I think almost solidified itself as something that's going to, yep, it's the original. It's going to be fine. And I think maybe time too, because time is killing it. And then what's after that? Like yeah. Klima, there's so many, uh, we don't know. So for me personally, I, my whole thing is with this new DAO's uh, wave, because it's actually a wave. You know what I'm saying? It was a meme coin wave. That was a wave. Everybody was talking about meme coins on Twitter and everything. Oh, get into this one. Get into this one. And then the next one was NFTs. Oh, bro, what's the new NFT? What's the new NFT? Now it's the DAO's, because everything is a L- Olympus fork. Everything comes from Ohm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like Bitcoin, though, because not everything's from Bitcoin. A lot a lot was created from Bitcoin, though. That's true. Dogecoin, I think, was copied from Bitcoin. I mean, Right, and then um, light was Litecoin a fork of a Bitcoin? I uh, believe so. Not I don't want to speak share. out of turn, but I think so. There's so many forks off of Bitcoin that were created. Like, oh, they just copy Bitcoin, and they changed the supply. They did all this stuff, and then just like Ethereum, Ethereum Classic was an inadvertent fork because it got hacked. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got hacked or whatever, and, then, and, then they, and the, they they kept Ethereum Classic going. I mean, literally yeah. have use cases. I, they just kept it. I going. think you can look at it more so like the the part of bitcoin that people are you know copying is their proof of the proof of work is what bitcoin has yep. like kind of innovated on proof of work was what Got it. Uh, KDA. solved solved the like there was permission to blockchains like blockchains have been around for a very long time but they had mm-hmm. never happened they had never been able to solve the uh per- permissionless uh mm-hmm. side of things where oh it's completely decentralized they you know ibm has had them since the 90s blockchains yep. but they're permission they're centralized um, and so proof of work, that mechanism allowed for Bitcoin to exist and allowed for there to be now permissionless blockchains where nobody owns what is uh, happening and nobody owns the consensus. Exactly. Exactly. That's what Ohm, Ohm has just yeah. created the new, well, essentially Ohm's protocol, what Ohm is doing, that piece of, t- is, a, is a piece of technology that now people can go and innovate on top of. And that's why it's so cool because it's like, look at Klima down for example they have a specific use case that they're using to uh, create value for people and also do something with but it's all on the basis of what it's all on the basis of ohm's ohm's original protocol so instead of looking at it like a fork eventually we're going to look at it yeah. as the, the protocol that is the basis for what this uh dow has uh you know been built on and he even says it in this video he says that in DeFi and in crypto, he thinks already at this point, moving forward, you're going to have to use 
the um, rebasing ohm protocol in your DAO or in your DeFi platform in order so to be successful because it is so good and it's that it's yeah. just like how Bitcoin innovated and changed everything ohm innovated and changed everything but the thing that I also want to say that like you have to like in my opinion that I already see happening we always talk about it is like there's already the tribalism behind ohm where it's like ohm's the oh, only yeah. thing that's, that's Bitcoin going maxis, to last out of all maxis, this stuff yeah. yeah instead of being like listen guys let's be this changes the game the sustainability yeah. of people who want to make a living in crypto us us are we are a perfect example these things sustaining themselves means that we are free to to work in this space and be able to do yeah. it um these kinds of protocols and, and teach. so i know that's not the only only reason why i want it to be successful but it also does it, it can do whatever you want for it if you're able to um support one of these networks stake or mint and earn passive income to the point where now you are free of having to go work a job and yeah and, why you know, not you might you're the, able to innovate you're able to do whatever you want whether you're that interested in crypto or not if you're just using this for you know to make money then that's fine but for people who are like who want to dive deep into DeFi or want to dive deep into crypto and make this essentially their li livelihood these change the game and so exactly. for people like me or people like these guys like I'm very bullish and I'm very positive on 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 where it can go. And I always assumed that this something like this was going to be created eventually. It's it's also interesting to me to think about how the crypto space is going to move forward. So just think about how all these layer ones come out, right? And there's always layer two solutions for the layer ones, right? And then we think about um, how blockchain as it stands is technically quote unquote outdated technology. And then we got hashcraft technology coming and dags coming right not the not just constellation but the actual dag is the actual type of blockchain the, right but the hash graphing and then you take a step back and you look at all these protocols or all these layer ones that say oh we now are able to have nfts you can create nfts on our platform now and then oh now you like they they, they create um they create new type of technology on their layer ones so do you think like big new layer ones are going to start implementing DAOs on top of their protocols just like how they're already saying oh v chains like oh we're gonna allow nfts to be built on the xrp we're gonna uh, we're gonna be able you can have nfts on there now they start copycatting yeah, I mean, one another so now yeah. next thing you know, next thing you know xrp is like oh we have our own DAO. you know what i mean yeah mm -hmm. and then it's just gonna be, the thing, gonna be is, ripple the thing is the people decide though the thing is yeah. the difference is now we have options it's like again but it's those are the, like the example what's that those are like state those are like um solidified layer ones like if um i know ethereum has ohm obviously but then you got xrp yeah. and then cardano what if cardano releases a uh, a dow exactly. whenever they finally launch right <laughs> you know what i mean yeah I then, but the it. people will be the ones Polka who get dot. into it first yeah it's not yeah. the center it's not going to be the thing is it's not going to be vc funded stuff or it mm -hmm. might be but like the thing is cardano, the thing with crypto before DAO, before olympus really was that there would be a project that was funded by um some kind of uh, venture capitalist or someone with a lot of money yeah. and they're given a certain amount of tokens that are locked up for a certain amount of time. And then eventually they sell out of it. There's a big drop. And then the price action of these things is basically just one big taper uh, off yeah. molehill. Right. Yeah. And it's never, it's never sustainable and it never lasts. Yeah. And if the project is three years away from actually coming to market or being like the product market fit where like the consumers are actually ready for whatever it is they're building, um, like there's in between there, there's nothing for us to do. We're just going to have to, it's not like we can do anything with that. There's nothing we, there's nothing there. 
it's just like you can hold a token that does nothing for two years and pray that hopefully yeah. things work out and their product <laughs> is actually something people yeah. use but that exactly. is very like we said there's only one percent of this stuff that it'll work but with this the people are deciding you know which ones will actually bring value in the long term and so that forces innovation that forces disruption which is and, really in my opinion good and they just copy they're basically just copying the basic code of home right that's like the first start yeah, yeah that's, that's the basis out. of the protocol that's the building that's the block. basis yeah. yeah exactly and then all these yeah all these layer ones and all these they're gonna just like all right well let's just put on it we want we want our own so we'll i want to so i want to ask you guys though if that's the case and they are are all forks of ohm does it make sense or is it viable to if you are bullish on a certain layer one say like you're bullish on solana say you're bullish on phantom say you're bullish on polka dot say you're bullish luna. on um luna as well does it make sense to get in on the first DAO that's created as an ohm fork as opposed to yeah. getting into the second one or the third one or the fourth one what do you guys think about that like for me personally i want to get into uh the solana uh fork of ohm i want to get into i'm already in the phantom orc uh a fork of ohm um i want to get into a lot of uh, a lot of these DAOs because I mean, I've seen Wonderland time. I'm not in Ohm because of the gas fees. Ethereum is freaking bananas. Um, But I am in Wonderland time. And um, I'm in the Phantom one as well. We're probably going to talk about this in a minute uh, or so. But I want to get you guys' point on that. Do do you guys think it's a viable option instead of, not instead of, it's not like one or the other. But is it a solution for someone beginning to, to hop into DAOs as opposed to hopping into an altcoin or hopping into Bitcoin or something. Or the fifth version, the fifth DAO on that network. Like Avalanche right, yeah. has like five. <laughs> it has like, like 12, actually. Yeah, 12? All right, it has a bunch down. Yeah. Phantom has, um, is it Hector? Hector DAO. Yeah, okay. Yes. So, and uh, Ethereum only has one, which is Ohm. Okay. So, yeah. yeah so, um, so do you guys think that it, it'll be better for someone in the beginning, just starting out, best. to get into DAOs or to get into altcoins or to get into like a a base base like, like a bitcoin or a quan or something like of that bit, nature a little bit of a little bit of everything yeah what I do you mean, think dante? Yeah. dante speak first yeah no, no i was john i was waiting for you to say something i didn't want to cut you off like my, i mean my opinion is that you can already see the barrier to entry with olympus because of the ethereum gas fees yeah but ethereum but olympus that doesn't change the value of olympus olympus is still kind of the kind of the uh the front runner or the number one asset in that space, or the OG, whatever you want to call it. But the, yeah. like we were discussing this off air, time was the first fork on um, Avalanche uh, on of Ohm, and yeah, it was it's on the Avalanche. First one, the first copy, yeah. and the, of exactly, and the barrier to entry was so much lower because Avalanche was much less uh, costly in Dude. terms of fees. <laughs> time is the first copy of Ohm and the first. DAO on a whole new different network. Mm-hmm. That's why it time started. Is so it started crazy. the craze. Yeah, it started the it started the craze of what we're seeing now. But what it does, and people, saw. what it has been able to do is because it was the first first fork, is that it it had and it had a lower barrier to entry. It has a much bigger. It has a huge community. If you go and look at people who vote on which one they're invested in or which one they are bullish on, there's more people voting for time than Ohm. Mm-hmm. Because there was just more people that were able to get in, yes. and yeah, get in early, and now have no incentive to get out because of the amount of money they're making on a you know five day basis is insane. And the thing is, I think that 
I think there's going to be one major, one major decentralized currency for each uh, major blockchain. So yes, Ohm is going to yeah. be the one for Ethereum. Time is going to be the one for Avalanche. Maybe so a little mini copycats, right? Exactly. Yeah, so what we want to find is the ones that are innovating on the same base layer protocol that Ohm yeah. has, but taking a spin and creating a little bit of extra value so that it it, it doesn't take a lot for the sustainability of a, a project to increase by, by you know, several months to a year or, or see the potential for years down the road. If it's something like KlimaDAO, you see how this can sustain itself and why people will still be interested in this two, three years from now, because there's an initiative alongside it that is doing something that the people who are invested in believe in. So as long as you get people hooked like that, and it's actually a legitimate product that's that's serving people, they're not going to want to leave. And you can just use Ohm and Time as an example. And obviously, I'm very bullish on these protocols because I'm a I'm a nerd. I'm a geek for this stuff. This is the stuff I'm like I love to uh, kind of explore. So I'm very biased, but I just do believe. Like again, we've 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 gone and looked at hundreds of projects, hundreds and hundreds of projects, right? Dude, hundreds it's, of things. It's the new wave. It's just like and the people who are meme coin hunting. Is what, this is what we attach to mm-hmm. early on. And of course, now that we have vested interest in it, again, we're biased, but like I haven't had an incentive to sell yet. Yeah. And it's become my biggest holding out of nowhere. Time? Um time. Time it's has just 30% of time my portfolio cracked my top out three. of nowhere. <laughs> it's already in my top three biggest holding. It's about to be number two probably by the end of the week. It's yeah. insane. And, uh, like, and, and nah, it's, nah, nah, the, nah, it's, it's, it's the other thing is this. The other thing is this. I thought and it. it's it's so similar to Bitcoin in the sense that everyone knew that Bitcoin could have a value of zero and it could drop to zero at any point in time. Yeah. That's the truth. Um, but basically every single day that Bitcoin trades above zero is another day that people grow in confidence um, that this is actually going to last. And that's exactly how Ohm is. I, I use Ohm as the indicator for every everything else. Basically, I use Ohm as the indicator for time. If Ohm has lasted a year, that means that I'm very confident time is going to last a year. Because if time is generating just as much or more value than Ohm did in that year, what is the reasoning behind it not exactly. lasting at least a year? There is none. And so the longer that these go on, the more belief and faith people are going to be able to put into them that they're not actually rugs, that they're not going to be rugged. And the other thing is, and again, in this, these videos, they talk about it. All of it is transparent. All of it is open. In a Ponzi scheme, none of it is open. None of it is, you're not able to access closed to doors. anything yeah. that's going on. But in an open source protocol, you're basically able to look at, the comparison would be you're able to go and look and read through any of the books of the bank that you have your money in. You're able to go and look at every single transaction. You're able to look at where everything is, where what what is going on, when things are executed. Just imagine being able to do that with your bank. Your bank would never let you do that. They would never no. let you look into all of that stuff. They're lending, you they're lending you your never, money out. You don't even know if your money's really in your bank. It's not. Yeah, so, exactly. It's not. And it's not. It's they're not. lending it to someone else so, who's just got so, a car uh, payment. Yeah. I mean, a car car, car, car loan, auto, uh, auto loan, a mortgage, um, a personal loan. Yeah. To me, without sounding like I'm trying to sell you this too much, to me, it's about do you want to be, again, I think crypto in general, it's like, do you want to be left left in the world that we know is not... Yeah. Um, one that uh you know pr- promotes the best uh, kind of like lifestyle How? for humans in general or do you want to move into the world where um you now are control able your to, wealth yeah. yeah control your wealth and look at money as something that you're not struggling to it's get you're 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 just using it as a resource to go in and 
you know, create value for people and literally serve other people and, and, and solve problems in the world and do things to push us forward in a more sustainable way. Uh, rather than just being solely focused on making money to the point where you'll basically sell out because you have to do it and you're given no option based on the options we have where it's like you either work a nine to a five after you go and get a college degree or you don't and you're unable to find a job yeah, yeah and it's and it's like to me the, the people that think that it's too good to be true and all these dials like there's no way there's no way i'm like the for the past at least for the past give or take year and a half since or a year this whole year People have been making hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars of millions of dollars just buying a token early. That's all they're doing. They're buying a token early, and these people are making millions of dollars, hundred thousand dollars. So that is actually happening. Now there's a more sophisticated way of making gains in the crypto space. And sustainable. And sustainable. So it's like if you're letting if if people are making someone that bought she just last year or even quant at a dollar right even if there anything anything last year you bought last year you made tremendous amount of money if you just held and yep. that actually happened like that's that's actually happened now you got these DAOs, these new sophisticated ways of making and sustainable money why would that not happen why would that not be a reality why is that too good to be true you know what yeah. i mean that's why why is that too good to be true but then there's a guy that's like oh i bought i put a thousand dollars into this coin last year and now it's at ninety seven thousand dollars do you know how insane that sounds? But it's it actually it's been happening. Yeah. To hundreds and thousands of people all year. Exactly. All year. Exactly. All year. And then now we got this new protocol. People are making gains. They're making they're making they're, they're learning more. And then people are other smart crypto developers are creating forks of these and making more and more and more. And obviously, with anything in life, there's always those scammers. There's always those people that will create some that are going to cheat people, just like the rug pulls. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. Because we're literally, this is an unregulated space right now. But if you just take the risk, you see you see the good side. There's always a bad side, but look at the good side. Look at the risk. Like what? The what other you, thing is the, reward, the thing we yeah. didn't touch on the is the liquidity issue in, the liquidity issue in, in crypto. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a huge We're, thing too. These are these these like we said. These are these are protocols that create massive pools mm -hmm. of liquidity that are locked up. When you're creating enough value for the people who are locking up their assets to the point where they never worry about having to come and take them out, you're creating one massive liquidity pool. And then what's even crazier is, time is buying Ohm and putting that in their treasury. So now, time it's like Inception. It's like time owns yeah. Ohm <laughs> in their treasury. So then now it's now it's a digital crypto asset that's backed by digital crypto assets that's backed by digital crypto assets. I know it sounds crazy, but that's no, insane. That's, that's and you can yeah. build upon you can even build upon it like that to the point where, again, we talk about runway. We talk about all these different aspects of these protocols. It makes it so that even if this thing dropped 90 percent over a year, you would still be in the green. You would exactly still maintain purchasing power. Tell me what else can do that in and and how that's a risky bet to make it's actually the safest bet you could make in history in an investment that doesn't exist where you can have the asset drop 90 percent in um value and still be able to say i'm up on this investment just because of the compounding interest that's ridiculous to me exactly and 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 for wonderland time it doesn't just stop at being a dow 
Wonderland Time is going to be so much more, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel is talking about, you know, gamifying it, actually making a game out of it. An RPG. Uh, RPG out of it, man. It's just going to be so much. And if you guys really think about it, if Wonderland Time was the start of it, what do you think the first of every DAO on a different layer one is going to do? next i think i think i think we know you know what know. i'm saying like they follow the know. breadcrumbs and yeah. if you're literally in every single first one on each layer one not i mean depending on how much money you have of course but i feel like you're gonna catch the wave on top mm-hmm. of wave on top of wave yep. for a minimum of a year i mean these things take time to come out so when wonderland comes out it might even be living for a minimum of a year before it comes out but then when it does it will just quantify and then the next ones will see oh this is how they did it all right i'm gonna copy that code and change it a little bit all right bet and that might come out in three months but by the time you made your gains off of wonderland time you already in the next fork that's going to do the same thing that's mm-hmm. going to do the same thing that's going to do the same thing now do i think that all of the forks that are on that come after the first one are going to last probably not but i mean it is what it is ride the wave until you can't ride it anymore yeah. right ride the wheels so they I can't think- until they fall off so so mike tell us about so we we have we have what we believe is like kind of the time of phantom right right we've, we've talked about it off air so why don't why don't we talk about that now i think we we have to release it to the people all right uh, so i'm going to show you guys the price of where it is currently right now oh, and then i'm going to show shoot. you is this the breaking? actual website this is breaking what happened breaking news, no, it's breaking news. Is breaking oh news? Yeah. <laughs> sorry i thought you had some i was like wait wait what is what is that hey, about? they 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 <laughs> gotta go down can i say they got me in yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. They got if me in to. if you want to, and I'm in this morning. I took we took like they 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 they're great they're great gentlemen. They waited 30 minutes for all for me to get it in because it took forever, right? Yeah, to swab into the. Well, they, yours they, was faster than both yeah. me and Dante's. That was interesting. I was like worried. I was like, oh, it takes so long to do the show, but I officially we're all in. Yeah. So the one we want to we want to uh, show you guys uh, is the first. I I believe. I correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody who's in the Phantom Network, but. I think Hector Dow is uh, the first Dow on the Phantom Network, but more so to the point of it being the first, the first one that is actually doing some crazy innovative stuff that I really can feel like I can get behind. And if we look at the website, you guys can see that the current price is $247.73. So the barrier to entry is not that expensive. I mean, if you look at Wonderland Time, you're looking at probably almost 9000 just to get one. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're looking at Ohm, you're looking at probably $800 just to get one. But it's even more so than that because you got to pay the gas fees for it. The gas fees on Phantom are minuscule compared. Um, but yeah, the barrier to entry is very small. Um, if we look at the APY, the APY is still pretty good as well. So, you know, you you still potentially, you're very early in this in the sense. I think, what did this come out in like 15 days ago or something like yeah, that? Yeah, the 14th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's super early on this one. And then if you guys look down here on the bottom left, you guys will see that they're coming out with a Hector Lind, a Hector Barrow, a Hector Pro. A couple of stuff that they're this coming the out with. This is the first DAO on... I Phantom. believe I don't I don't I don't want to speak out of turn and say that it is, but I believe it is. But even if it's not, it's the first one that I feel comfortable putting my money into because of the team for one and what they're trying to implement too. So that's why I feel comfortable with Hector Dow. What about you, Dante? What do you what do you think about Hector Dow, man? Um, I think that you know we were talking about it again. Which ones are going to be like those? Uh, the blue chip uh mm-hmm. decentralized currencies 
for their for their respective layer ones and so we said time is kind of the one for avax right and i think hector dow based on everything that we have you know seen um is going to be that for phantom and if that is the case they are innovating a little bit they have the four four um which i don't even really i haven't even looked into but you know for full disclosure i'm also invested in this um and i'm just i think that this is going to be as good of an opportunity as time and so all the other ones honestly i've ignored uh because i think those are all noise that's distracting distracting you from the ones that are just going to last i think each each layer one's going to have one major uh one major ohm fork that is still not going to be ohm but they're going to be the ohm of that network that everyone's going to gravitate towards that's going to be the treasury um for that network kind of which yes. if that's then that's my vision i guess so for fouring for for clarification and i'm still learning about it so bear with me guys if you guys have any uh, like more information about it please leave it in the comment yeah, section down share. below but for for fouring for me from what i understand uh, from the from the uh, research that i've done is basically the minting and bonding portion of DAOs. so you know how you have one one which is basically just staking and then you have um nine nine which is basically um like so you would you would take your your time or whatever if you nine nine time you would take it you would sell a portion of it and buy it back again and then put and take a loan out of it and then once that loan once you have that loan you take that loan and put it back into time so that would be considered like nine nining and four fouring i believe it's just uh, just purely bonding or uh or minting so uh, hopefully you guys uh, kind of understood that. I know I went by a little bit fast, but if you guys have any more information about 4-4ing, please, please put it in the comment section so everyone can kind of see that. But um, John found one uh, interesting fork. It, it's shout out. To, I said I was going to shout him out today. Icky, we were in the Discord. It was uh, two nights ago. Icky, the Discord. I, I hear it. He's going to see this. What's up, my dog? Okay. But <laughs> so, it's... Yeah, yeah. Go it, ahead, was, John. it was 40 bucks when we were all they're all talking about it in the discord and I was like like it was late at night and I was like oh, I'm gonna sleep I'll do it in the morning I woke up and it was it hit $138 in the, in the morning time mm-hmm. so then I was like oh I gotta so like alright I'm gonna just ape in now so I got into Fort and is that, is that the current price because that thing hit yesterday uh, to, probably it not hit, it hit 200 and it hit $236 Yes, so imagine all those people that bought it at like 40 50 bucks but this is this is a this is one another fork on avalanche network yeah this is an avalanche fork so if you're bullish on avalanche and maybe Just, you're like i don't know about uh the barrier to entry to wonderland time because you look at the price I mean, and you kind of freak out but i mean fortress dow it just came out on november 19th so fortress dow is a still a fork of ohm but it's it's like a second or third generation fork yeah so, you know, take the take that with whatever, you know, grain of salt, whatever you want to do. But John is invested into uh, Fortress Dow. Um, just for clarification, I am invested into Hector Dow. As well. yeah, um, I, mean, I just got an Hector today. John, we're all, yeah, we're all invested into Hector Dow as well. Um, I do want a disclaimer. This one, I am in Spartacus. Um, this one is another fork of Ohm on the Phantom uh, ecosystem. ecosystem. Uh, but this one, the reason I chose to get into this one, guys, to be honest with you, is they're going to be doing an airdrop um, probably by the end of the month, if I'm not mistaken. They have not taken screenshots from from what I know. I'm in the Discord. I'm in the Telegram group. They haven't taken 
any sc- uh, screenshots to see if you're you know using the protocol yet so i think you have a little bit of time i'm not sure how much though but yeah i'm in spartacus just because i want to take advantage of the airdrops i feel like all year i've missed out on a bunch of airdrops and airdrops is basically just free money and theoretically you can build your portfolio just off of airdrops you know if you chase airdrops you can build a portfolio. some airdrops mm-hmm. are like 200 bucks some airdrops yeah. are 2000 some LCX airdrops are 5000 yeah see if you hold lcs token they're giving you a token i forgot what, was, I forgot what the ticker was though. xrp had an airdrop if you if you uh it was uh what was those two tokens that airdrop songbird flares, and flare songbird so those by itself were like two thousand dollar free airdrops you know that's basically four racks that you just got for free just by playing with the protocol so yeah. i'm playing with spartacus right now i'm not endorsing it i don't know too much about it um but uh, other than i know that it's a it's a fork of home and it's a dow and it recently just got started on phantom network but um that's all i really know about it um so you know take that information with what you will um and then i wanted to highlight this one as well this is the first dow on uh solana which is uh, called invicitus and they're going to be having another dow that comes out after them called babylon i believe and uh currently their apy is this 83 million guys <laughs> yeah maybe so this, is 80, this is 83 million but the difference that this soul invicitus has over every single one including ohm is that it has a continuous rebase system as as you have it staked in it's continuously you see your numbers go up continuously throughout the day throughout the uh uh, months throughout the weeks that nobody else has this that's, is the first one that has that's it. why i'm saying there's so many little uh tweaks that they're doing um and all these forks they're just tweaking it they're doing you know and that's something new we don't know if that is that sustainable it has to prove itself who right? knows who knows but it's nobody the first knows. one nobody on knows. solana so hey man probably the other ones that come off solana will probably piggyback off of this one and say okay well they sustain this for about a year so if that's possible, then we can do it too. And then they will create yep. theirs and they will create theirs and blah, 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 blah. And the rest is history. So honestly, guys, it's it's one of those things where it's, I would say personally that if you were going to put your money on something that you felt like you wanted to create some passive income with, I would either go Wonderland Time or Ohm for sure. Um, I would go Hector as well, just because it is the first that is doing, uh, you know, as far as like barrier to entry, I would go either Wonderland and or Hector for the barrier to entry. But if you want to go straight to the source, I would go Ohm, but Ohm will be very, very expensive guys. So that's not a play for a beginner. That's not a play if you're just getting started just because because of the fees and the fees alone ruin it. It's going to ruin your 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 uh, your <laughs> it'll, outlook it'll on it. Yeah. You're going to be like, ah, oh, nah, dude. Because every time you claim, you're going to be paying 30, 40, 100 bucks. And at that point, but is I it really they're, even they're worth all, it? You can get, um, so this is a thing. Like I was, I was potentially going to do this. Um, you can get wrapped stake, staked ohm on Avalanche. So you can get a, basically a wrapped version of Ohm that's already being staked and mm. automatically rebases into your, your Avalanche wallet. That's so beautiful. that's really Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I didn't know that. Hey, see, so there you what go. you, you can do is I was considering day. it too. Yeah. I was considering it too is, 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 um, at one point or another having my time into, and then putting all of that into wrapped staked Ohm. And that's then beautiful. I can say I have both. Okay. Okay. But, but as you see guys, there's, there's thousands of ways to, 
implement these There's things. I, I never knew anything about every it. Day. There's new stuff coming out every single day. But, but honestly, guys, I think this is a wave that we can catch, that we can ride, that's very, very new. And if you hop in on it now, not financial advice. I'm not telling you which one to get into. You got to do your research on all of them. them. Yeah. Um, but I think this is an opportunity for one, for us to create passive income and for two, be able to catch a wave early and be like, hey, I was here before this or I was there basically when it was just Ethereum as a layer one. That's basically what you can say. Like, I'm in it. Yeah, I'm in DAOs before DAOs were ever this- anything. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Just think about like 2017, 2018. None of this was around. Nope. It was just literally buying tokens and then selling them. And then people were like waiting on Ethereum. And Ethereum was still so new in regards of what it was going to offer. Like, I don't even know when Uniswap. When did Uniswap come around? Remember that movie, uh, uh, Dope? They didn't have yeah. any swaps. The guy created his own um, swap. Sh- swap. Yeah. The guy, that guy who's like a tech, he created he was, his he was own like a tech Uniswap, guy. basically. He's like, oh, I'm going to make an exchange. I'm going to make a swap. He made his own Uniswap. But that was before we knew about layer one tech, layer two. Layer, it was, it was, it's, and that swap was literally just from Bitcoin to fiat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But where, where, now we're, we got, we're wrapped, in it early, guys. We got wrapped, Bitcoin, we got stable coins, we got other, like. So I would say, I would say, take advantage of this, guys. Take advantage of this opportunity. Take, take from this episode the knowledge and understanding of DAOs and then dive deep into DAOs decentralized anonymous autonomous the faster, organization the faster we all get educated on it the the, the more opportunities we're just going to continue yeah. to find and there's going to be in in this i'm sorry there's going to be more innovation to come from this what we see here this might be the first things that we're seeing that's amazing to us there's going to probably be something even better in like two years who knows and the fact yeah. that no, you're in now and learning it now it'll, it'll be so much easier this to is adapt it, it. We don't know, right? I mean, something different or something, some new type of, I don't know. I'm just saying the crypto space. There's always going to be innovation, right? There'll never be a time and place where we'll just stop. Yeah. What type of hashtag stuff, hashgraph tech is going to come from 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 hashgraph, hashgraph? Yeah, I wanted to share with you guys something real quick before we close out. Um, On the show, we mentioned Propy, which has to do with the uh, real estate with the real estate industry, and uh, come to find out the other day. Propre actually has a course that teaches you about, um, you know, how, how to use blockchain and how to buy real estate within block. You know how like um, uh, LCX allows for you to basically make anything a uh, security, basically, so you can own a portion of a home. Mm-hmm. Propre teaches you how to do that in real estate and make money out off of it. So I thought that was actually pretty cool. Uh, that Propy yeah, is actually just tokenize really, any asset that you have. You actually asset. even get a a, a freaking certificate for it, and who knows if it's going to be worth anything. But if you take that to a company that wants to learn about blockchain and understanding about crypto, you theoretically could get a job with it. You know, all from taking a course. So, yeah. you guys, uh, I went on that tangent just to tell you that you know, crypto is a way for you to further make money and and actually really live the lifestyle you want to a lot of us dream of you know basically coming onto a computer and just you know trading and swipping swapping stuff out and do all that just for just for a lifestyle but we're telling you we're showing you that you can literally do it and DAOs is one of the ways that you can do it do you guys you have also, anything else you can also do that by f- subscribing to dante's channel and, channel <laughs> and joining this definitely that is the best way actually. you'll 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 do Not really well or subscribing <laughs> 
subscriber advice. Yep, yep. Definitely. <laughs> but um, did you guys have anything closing uh, remarks that you guys want to say? Last thing before we close out? Good to go, the everybody. Only. All right. So they said it best. Follow Dante. Subscribe to his channel. Like every video. Hit a thumbs up, man. I really, he really does appreciate it. We really do appreciate it. We love what Dante does on his channel. We love what uh, what everybody uh, what everybody in this circle right now. And we're hoping to get some more people on, you know, because uh, we we love to have uh, different understandings and things of that nature. But subscribe to Dante. Subscribe to us. Like all the videos. If you guys want to join an amazing family, amazing community. Definitely join the public Discord. Dante's in there as well, so you know you guys can uh, kind of have access to us twenty four seven. Um, we we talk in there. We have conversations in there as well. So it's it's really a, uh, a fun place. We're closing in almost five hundred people in it right now. So we're still small, but we're we're growing really really big. Um, join right underneath John. You will see our TikTok, our Instagram, and our Twitter. So if you guys want to join us there, you can definitely do so. And with that being said, we will see you guys tomorrow. Let's go. Peace out. And it goes a little something yeah. like